Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just want to say a big thank you to my patrons on Patreon. You too can join me there and Get extra benefits, such as a Talking Metal t-shirt. Just go to patreon.com slash Talking Metal and join all the great folks who hang out there with myself and Victor. I'm talking about guys and girls like Steven Saylor, Steve Hoker, Mike Jones, Dan Gurwan, Jerry from Long Island, Metal Dan. And Metal Dan, thanks for that great note you sent me about wearing a Talking Metal t-shirt to an overkill show. And uh, Bobby Blitz, I guess, saying that, that Mark and Emily are good people. And I will say... On the record, Bobby Blitz is is uh, is good people too. Great great guy. I love him. Can't wait to see Overkill in New Jersey, right near my house, Wellmont New or Montclair, New Jersey, at the Wellmont um, next month. Emma, our I think our one female patron, Emma. Thank you. I hope everything's well down in Australia. Patrick Schwartzman. Brad, Brad, we're going to hang out. Brad Dale, we're going to hang out at M3. I never know if I say your last name right. I think I butcher it every time since I give it a different pronunciation every time I, I say it. Tommy Anderson. Uh, was that Siri? I think Siri just went off in the background. <laughs> Jason Seth, Jay Vaninsky, Matt Carroll, Drake, Sam Soupy, Fred Roots, Joe Ryan, Matt Street, Ron Embody, Stephen. Just one name for Stephen. Jean, Jean-Francoise Blas, James Bennett, Ron Keel, Mr. I, I don't know why. It's very weird. Siri is somehow clicking on. Am I saying something that sounds like Siri? Uh, let me shut this stupid iPad off. Ron Keel, David S. Gray, Anthony Mackey, and is that it? I think, is there one more? Oh, no, there's a few more. Richard Langridge. Leo from Alaska, Gregory, and uh, Adam Marr. Thanks, guys. You guys rock. Hey, this is Ross the Boss, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hi, I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. On this episode, we're going to talk some rock, some metal, and anything else we feel like. 
We're also going to jam some tunes, have a drink, and share some honest opinions. Thanks for listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. Let's get things started. Here's an old classic that sounds just as good today as it did when we were kids.
gonna gonna turn down again. Going way back right there to I believe 1984, right with Sign of the Hammer, Man of War, Ross the Boss on guitar on that, of course. Wow, what a great song! So good. We love Man of War. We love Ross the Boss. And we are psyched to welcome Ross the Boss back to the podcast. Uh, A nice little discussion with him. I can't wait for you guys to hear this. And like I said earlier, I'm so nervous about doing these phoners now. So we had another disaster. You know, the Dave Ellison one late last year really, I was like, geez, why am I doing these phoners anymore? Because it was the quality was just so bad. It's like, I wouldn't listen to that if if somebody posted an interview that sounded like, like shit like that. So once again... What an honor, let me first say, to speak with Biff Byford, legendary heavy metaler from Saxon. So I, I, I'm doing an interview with him. I can't even understand what he's saying. It's like they had me dial into a conference number, and which is always a bad sign. But I, I guarantee if I was on Sirius XM, I, people wouldn't be calling into me with these shit connections. Um, having said that, we're not. We're independent. We keep it going strong. We play songs like that one that you just heard. Man of War, All Men Play on 10. And right now we're going to play a song off the Biff Byford solo record, uh, which you're probably not going to hear anywhere else except for uh, maybe on some podcasts. Uh, maybe it'll slip on to, you know, radio once or twice, but you're probably not going to hear it. Biff's new album is great. Uh, let's check out this tune right now.
deciphered the title track off the School of Hard Knocks album. It's out now. Check it out. And check this out. This is how bad this interview was with Biff. I, seriously, I can't understand anything he's saying. It's like... Yeah, so there you go. Um, I did an interview with Biff Byford. No one's ever going to hear it. Not even me, because I couldn't understand what he was saying. Um, ridiculous. Hopefully we can get Biff back and uh, do an actual interview where we can understand what the hell he's saying with a better connection. It's weird because when I, I talked with Brian from, Brian was over in the UK, Brian from Diamond Head, it was a great connection. But, you know, Brian was on Skype. He It wasn't like some thing where publicists connecting us to him through a conference call number. And, man, it, it and I will say that wasn't on my end with Biff. I'm not going to take responsibility for that. But, anyways, we love Biff. And the new record is solid. A school of Hard Knocks. Without further ado, speaking of new records, let's get into some Ross the Boss right now. This is Denied by the Cross off the new Ross the Boss record, which he's going to tell us all about here on Talking Metal. Yeah. 
Mark Striegel of Talking Metal and calling in once again, Ross the Boss. How are you, man? I'm doing good, man. We're finishing our U.S. tour tonight in Philly. Wow, nice. And how's that run been for you guys? 26 shows. You know something, you know, we're really... uh, we really are really uh, happy and pleased with uh, with how it turned out because uh, you know the, the scene in metal these days in the United States uh, it's much better now as we 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 feel that it's it's a resurgence and we're very happy. And when you, when you say that, do you feel that that's just among the the classic metal fans that they're all coming back to it, or do you see younger, newer fans out there too? I'm, Honestly, I'm we're seeing younger fans. That's awesome. Um, I know it's it's really cool. I mean, they got their denim jackets, they got their 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 studs, and you know, it's like it reminds me of the old days. It's when it really when it came around in in America. This is what we're seeing, and this is no bullshit. And um, it's it's great to see. It's great to see. Awesome. That is great to hear and to see. Yeah. And uh, what I heard was just great. Uh, we just played here the new song Denied by the Cross off the new album Born of Fire by Ross the Boss. It's coming out on March 6th. Wow, it sounds great, Ross. And I'm totally excited for the rest of this album. And I, I loved your last album that you did uh, like less than two years ago, I think, by Bloodsworn. So by let's Bloodsworn, yeah. yeah, let's talk about how, how the new album uh, differs from the the by Bloodsworn record is it, do you still have some of those same guys involved like like Mark and and, and Mike uh, helping you out this time? It's the same band with our tour drummer Steve Bolognese, the, the, the drummer that we've been touring with for the past uh, for the past two years, two and a half years. So the band is much stronger. Um, I, you know, I, I'll just lead into the next the next uh, topic. This is why we're so strong on those records because. This is the band that's been touring for two years plus, and you know we've been going through the battles and through the you know, through the ditches and of, of of the whole thing of metal, and uh, the band is super strong. Um, we were really great in the studio together, and the songwriting process, the whole thing was was great. And and was Mike Lapond involved in in writing some of the tracks again? Yes, Mike LaPond is a is a major writer and uh um uh, he just his he's his ears and his uh his arrangement skills were just uh just unbelievable. And the By Bloodsworn record, it had to me, it had a real organic, raw feel to it, which I, I think is missing on a lot of releases uh, these days. And the song that I heard off the new record, again, the new record is Born of Fire, out March 6th, and uh, we had just played Denied by the Cross before the interview started here. I mean, it, it seems like it still kind of has that organic, raw feel. Can we expect that on the rest of the record, too? Yes, yes. The rest of the record, uh, mixed by Steve Lieberman from Orden Orgain in in, in in Germany. Uh, he's, uh, you know, we have we feel we have a modern a modern sound to the record, uh, without um, without giving up our you know metal uh, old school metal appeal on this record. So we got the best of both worlds going on this record for sure. 
Awesome. Cool. Well, we are psyched for the brand new record by Ross the Boss. Again, Born of Fire will be out March 6th, guys. Let's show our support and go download it and buy it and and listen to it on all our streaming platforms like Apple Music and Spotify. And last time you were on, Ross, you told me that you had started work on a third album, a death dealer album. Uh, but here we are a little about two years later and I don't think we've, mm-hmm. we've gotten that record yet. Is there any updates on that? Yes, there is an a major update. The record is completed. Um, and I think Sean and Sean Peck is looking for either a, we have office or label offers or he might do it on his own, own distribution steel cartel, but the record is uh, finished. And it's uh, it's about to be put out in in the summer. Awesome, cool. And I have to ask you about something that you did that was so important to, to the metal community. In in my opinion, uh, I'm a big Judas Priest fan, and you know I just love KK Downing. Haven't hadn't mm-hmm. seen him in, in so long, and sure. you are the guy who brought him back out into the spotlight after a long absence. And, you know, sometimes when these rock stars disappear for a while, you don't know what you're going to get when they show back up, but he delivered the goods, no pun intended. And you guys, you guys killed it. And how did this all come together? I mean, that was a, that was a historic moment. Ross, the boss and KK Downing on stage at Bloodstock last year. Yeah, yeah, it was, um, it was last summer. It was, um, last summer. Yeah. It was an amazing turn of events. I have a friend that lives in England. Um, and he knows, knows KK. And, uh, I said, well, why don't you get him to come, come down and have a beer with us or something, you know, shoot the shit, you know, cause you know, well, maybe, you know, you never know. I said, if you don't ask, you don't get in life. So, um, yeah, he said, yeah, yeah. And I said, then I just like something in my head goes, well, do you think he might want to jam with us? And then the whole thing started and, um, yeah. And it was like, yeah. It was like, it was like unbelievable, you know, and he checked me out, he checked the band out and he saw how uh, really good, cool we were. And, uh, so he just agreed to come. And so we would, I agreed to come in two days earlier for rehearsal at, at KK steel mill. Now that's his club. Um, and we rehearsed two days in, uh, in England and, uh, we did the show and it was, it was stunningly successful. Uh, we had Iron Maiden's, uh, sound mixer and uh it was just the whole thing was just great so there's kk back back for you after 10 years and now he's doing his thing and i'm so glad he is so yeah and what what an emotional moment again just to i I wasn't there in person but seeing the videos and stuff uh just great and those videos sounded great that's interesting you said iron maiden sound sound engineer was mixing for you that day yeah, we had the sound was fantastic, and uh, but you know, you know, when you play a big show like that, ha- having your having a top man to do that to to the, the live sound is is was, was so critical. So, yeah, well, great stuff, and thank you because really, I, I feel like you put the ball in motion with KK because now it's announced he's, he's going to do an album, he may do some touring, he's got a new band, so we are we are psyched to hear and see yeah. everything well, KK touring, has coming up. Touring, I don't know about because because we had office. I, I, I had I had a ton of office for him to come out on the road with us, and uh, you know, let's we'll see what he's going to do. Um, you know, he's used to staying home and and making recommend. Let's just get the record out first, right? Let's one step at a time. All right, one step at a time. You know, so but uh, you know, it takes uh, it takes a, a real 
maniac like me to go out on the road all the time. And um, that's what we've been doing. I just did 26 shows and a month in April in Europe. So we'll see. Right on. Right on. And Ross, it's been 45 years since that first album by The Dictators. And, you know, you guys really predated in a lot of ways and laid the groundwork for what became the punk movement years later. And I wanted to ask you about The Dictators' sound. like Because when you listen to that album, again, which is like... 45 years old at this point it, it really seems that that there wasn't anyone doing that style of music at that time where did that sound come from in your opinion well it basically came from me right, okay <laughs> you know uh it was uh it was a kind of like a garage punk kind of metal kind of because of me and we didn't even know it yet we didn't even know what to call it so I guess we call it now punk metal was sort of like what Motorhead is or sort of something, something like that, you know? Right. You could hear, you could hear the, like maybe that could have been an influence on Motorhead and definitely like the Ramones and the dead boys and stuff like that. For a year before the Ramones, for sure. There's no doubt about it. Right on. And when the punk movement started happening, did you kind of think like, wow, we kind of started this? Did you have those feelings or? Well, you know, we were there. We were there a year before the Ramones. Um, um, we definitely had a part in it. I mean, I can't say the whole, you know, the dictators started American punk, but we were there right at the beginning, the very beginning. And uh, we're honored that people say that about us. And as a matter of fact, the original dictators are, are recording again. Um, wow. With, with me, Manit- not Manitoba. Mr. Manitoba is not in, in the fold anymore. Oh, okay. um, Matt, it's yeah, me, Andy Scott, and Albert Bouchard from Blue Oyster Coach. Wow, very very cool. Yeah. Cannot wait for that. Yep. And you've so mm-hmm. you've started uh, an album with them. We started recording. Yeah. Oh, very good. So, any <laughs> ideas when we home, might hear that? I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, either me, I, I don't know, but we're 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 working, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start. I'm going to record this week when I get home tomorrow, and uh, you know I'm busy. We're very very busy. So right on, <laughs> amazing. S- sounds like it. And you, of course, were a major part of. Manowar's uh, heyday, the classic years of Manowar. Six albums you did mm. with Manowar. When you look back on yep. those six, what what maybe one or two are your favorite albums? Oh, I would say the first one in Hail to England. Right on. Uh, yeah. that, those were tremendous. I mean, the first one started everything, and Hail to England was just an amazing, an amazing record. So I just, so, what can I say? I don't know. People have different opinions about it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and what are some of the, that, that time you were in Man of War, what are some of the highlights of that time for you? Oh, just, I don't know, starting the band, um, getting Orson Welles to narrate a song right was on. pretty amazing. Um, you know, the whole thing, how heavy we were, the equipment, the, you know, the just the whole look, our look, everything. Everything was just, uh, you know, in a nutshell, the 80s. <laughs> Right on. Orson was on two songs, right? Was it wasn't it two songs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He did. He did two songs: Defender and uh, Dark Avenger. Right on. Right on. Cool. And he did both of those, like in the same like VO session, yeah, did, if you will. Yeah. He, yeah. he did. He did the whole thing in the same session. 
Right. And also the introduction for Manowar, ladies and gentlemen, from the United States of America, all hail Manowar. And it was just an amazing day. That was an amazing day for sure. Right. <laughs> I'll never forget that day. Yeah, I mean, what a, what an iconic Ooh. figure in as far as American Ooh. history goes, right? And he, oh, yeah. he and he actually came down to the studio with you guys, right? He went, yeah, he went to Century Media on uh, Century Media Media Sound, fifty six, fifty seventh Street. Yep. Really, yep. great stuff. Cool. Well, it sounds like you are just kind of exploding with uh with new music here at this yep. at this stage yep. of the game and it's very exciting we got death dealer we got a brand mm-hmm. new ross the boss album coming mm-hmm. up on march 6th and mm-hmm. the dictators back in the fold yeah, right. and also and also shaken street has been playing so we did 15 shows uh, last january in france and we're going to do some uh, festival appearances in france belgium at the end of the summer that's awesome. Cool. Wow. You don't slow down, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's an honor. It's a true honor to play. So what can I say? Yeah. Well, it's a true honor to talk to you again, Ross, and we appreciate you um, taking some time out. I know you got your, your last show of the tours tonight. Yeah, tonight. Okay. Well, have a great show, Ross. And okay, again, thank you. we're really looking forward to all the new music you have uh, coming our way. Well, we're great. Thank you. Looking forward to making more. Cool. <laughs> Take care.
Among the Bones by Ross the Boss. That's going back a couple of years to 2018 by Ross the Boss. And yeah, again, a brand new record on the way from Ross. So stay tuned for that. Out March, what did I say? March 6th, I think Ross told us in the interview. So soon, this this week, right? Yeah, can't wait to hear it. All right, guys, um, there you go. We're going to keep it there for uh, a brief episode of Talking Metal. We appreciate everything you guys do for us. If you want to, if you don't want to do the Patreon thing, but you still want to support, here's some here's some ways you can do that. You can buy a Talking Metal t-shirt for $20. Hit me up on my PayPal account with a $20 um, cost, and I will mail that out to you anywhere in the world. The PayPal is available on TalkingRock.net or TalkingMetal.com. You'll find the PayPal info there. You can also just tweet us out. Follow me on Twitter. I don't know. It's it's weird. I get like great engagement on Facebook and pretty good inva- engagement on on Instagram and Twitter. I have like ten like a ten thousand followers and it's like crickets. You know, it's like my wife has like thousand followers and she t- tweets something out. People go crazy. I I do. So, I don't know. I, I just I'm just not engaging people enough on on Twitter. Um, so engage me on Twitter to retweet something that, that I send out. If you liked the, the interview with Ross the Boss, retweet it, you know, or, or say something nice about it. And then I'll retweet you. How about that? You retweet me, I'll retweet you. <laughs> uh, give me a like on, on Twitter. That's a way you can support me and let people know about the podcast. When you run into these guys, uh, you see Ross the Boss at a concert, say, hey, I loved your interview with, with Talking Metal. That's another way you can hype what we're doing. And that's going to do it, guys. Again, I really appreciate everything you do for me. And thanks for listening to Talking Metal, a podcast that has been going on since 2005. Founded by myself and John Astronomy, the original founder of Talking Metal. He he gets a lot of credit for inventing this podcast with me and getting it off the ground. And I do miss him and want to get him back on another episode real soon. All right. Later.